0: Hello and welcome to Dice and a Slice, the only D&D 5e podcast powered by Baked Goods. My name is Joshua Gould, I am your dungeon master and the milkman you never asked for.
1: I don't know if I like that. What the fuck is that?
0: What, the milkman you never ordered? (laughs) What the hell? It's a weird session, let me be weird.
1: (laughs) What? Danger, danger.
2: What? Do you danger? just show up at people's house with, like, white liquid? What's happening? <laughs>
0: it's milk. Otherwise, otherwise, I'm the white liquid man. Oh, I wouldn't be that <laughs>
1: man. Never be that man. Let me start again.
0: <laughs> I'm joined tonight by a slice of Nutella Caramel Crisp from Bakerholics UK. And yes, once more, all of the slices this week are from Bakerholics UK. Sponsored by the superbly generous Benjamin, who has supported us by donating through our Ko-Fi that's kofi.com forward slash dice in a slice. Woo. This this slice is like if you took crunchy nut cornflakes, mixed them with a delicious, wonderful binding caramel, with like little caverns of Nutella throughout, all topped off with chocolate. It's really good.
2: Caverns. Yeah, like
0: caverns of Nutella. Like like.
2: It's like there's little like dips pockets. in it. Like pockets. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Pockets of like Nutella.
0: It's good. I can't have too much of it because <laughs> my uh, pancreas will yell at me. That's
3: fair. That sounds absolutely incredible. It's very sweet. But it very good. It's very, it?
0: very sweet. Yes.
3: Hi, my name's Jazz and I play Skylar. And today I am also eating a wonderful sponsored brownie. Though in fact, it's not a brownie. It's a blondie. It's a white chocolate and raspberry blondie. It, it, it is so good. I mean, if I, I assume that we have links to this wonderful very talented baker really do go and support mm-hmm. her these these cakes are, are wonderful you'd think that a white ras a white chocolate and raspberry blondie would be sickeningly sweet but it's it's not it's a really wonderful balance uh so yeah i'm i'm having a great time and thank you once more to the wonderful benjamin
1: uh, i'm alice and i'm playing hendrix and i have just a double chocolate, 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 chocolate brownie. <laughs> Someone slap Alice, she's gotten stuck. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember what its official name is, but it's got a lot of chocolates in it. And, oh, it's so good. It looks great. It's, it's good. It is, I, I'm very fussy about chocolate cake and brownies and stuff. Mm-hmm. I either love them or I hate them. And again, if it's too sweet, I just don't enjoy it. But this is exactly like we keep saying, the perfect blend where you got like a savoury, not savoury, but like a basey kind of note. And then you've got the oozing. And oh, it's, oh, it's I'm so, so good.
2: fascinated to know how she does it I don't know uh, blood magic <laughs> practice cool well hi my name's Alicia and I play Tyler and today my slice and Bakeholics is a double decker rocky road and when I saw it in the place I was like that's one I definitely want and it absolutely lived up to it it's so good like there's Double decker bar in there. There's like marshmallows and biscuit, and then out of nowhere, there's a gold bar wow. just hidden in wow. there, just sitting in there. It's just it's so delicious, and you'd think it would be like too sweet, but it actually goes really well with a cup of tea. Like they they go really nicely together. Very impressed.
1: Just gold bars. Like I love a gold bar, but then by the end of it, I do regret it a little bit because they are so sweet. Yeah,
2: there was just like a little a little random chunk of it in the like um, rocky road, and I was like, oh hello, yeah. thanks big and thank you again, Benjamin. We love cake. You're great. We
0: do love cake. Mm -mm -mm. (laughs) So, Tala, why don't you catch us up with what happened last time?
2: So, last time we started in a bit of a predicament. We were um, facing down the police of style. And, you know, we all thought, hey, we've broken a law. We'll surrender. It's fine. So we tried to surrender. And uh, they denied our request, which wasn't great. So we tried again to surrender. And um, they detected some hostility, and they attacked us and killed Hendrix. Hendrix was unconscious. Uh, me and Skylar are just like, what's happening? Weirdly, Laurange managed to do like this mass heal and bring Hendrix back, um, and then escaped through some trapdoor being carried by the Normas. So don't know where he went. So we tried one final time and managed to successfully surrender. And we all puffed away in a bit of pink smoke. And Hendrix went to a cell. Don't know how long he was there. And then Skylar was also in the cell. Not entirely sure how long Skylar had been there because Elves age funny. Hendrix was definitely older. And I didn't go to the cell. I went to an American diner in the 80s because I was late for a shift because Bethany was out with her boyfriend. La Orange was there eating pancakes and my friends were there like Tiny and Cass. And I'm pretty sure I met Axel and he was trying to buy my mother's diner. Is that code for her soul? I don't know. I'm kind of panicked. Um, But then I went to the prison cell. We've all gone a bit mad. Hendrix had a penchant for killing that we think is gone now. And um, we think the god of stars and magic, Sauron, is coming through a void in the ceiling. And we don't know what's happening.
0: So, Talasa, Hendrix and Skylar the three of you are in this circular stone room. Above mm. you is a swirly, whirly purple vortex <laughs> it looks as though this chap who you believe to be called L'Orange but now you think might be Tsaren, it's hard to say is trying to break through to reach you guys he's told you that he will come and find you, hopefully before they find him and you see as he gets pulled back, but he looks as though he's running towards you, running down. And every step he makes, his body becomes more and more elongated. Oh. As he gets further and further away from you, yet ever closer, and eventually reaches a, a critical point where there's just like a... like a pfft, And the ceiling is just a stone oh. stealing above you.
2: And he's gone. He's not, like, fallen in the room.
0: He is gone. Fuck.
2: What the fuck? Uh... Guys, I'm I feel like that was you know Shimmer was telling us about their god. I feel like that was them, right? That but they look like La Orange.
1: I Oh my Aye. gosh,
2: guys, I totally forgot because I didn't know who I was, but now so I don't know how long you've been here. I don't really know how long I've been here. I didn't come here first. So I was at this like it was it was like I, I think it was called a diner. A diner. There was like these weird lights that were kind of like this weird like neony color. You know how you like it glow in the dark algae in the ocean? It was like that. Oh. Oops, but it was like buzzing, right. like it was elect. I don't. I don't know. It's like this weird technology. That's
0: such a loosekin thing to say. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was going there in this like contraption with wheels that was like moving me along, Ooh. like a cart, but like. There was no horses. The cart was like going itself. Oh, so
1: maybe it's so. That might be something in style then, like all their strange automatons. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I have.
2: I have no idea. But like, I went in right. and I was working there. I was like covering a shift for someone called Bethany, and Tiny was there with Cass and like the rest of the crew. Right. Because they were like my friends, and there was a guy sat at the bar eating pancakes. And it was l'orange. And he had pancakes and cherry cherry cola, and that was all he ever had. I don't know what that is, but he had it. And there was a man in the corner, and I don't know for certain, but I I feel like from what Skylar said and from what you've said, I feel like it might have been Axel. Oh, what did he look like? He was like... Really suave and like smarmy, with slicked back mm. hair
1: and this massive <gasps> smile. Oh, black hair. Yeah. Oh, that's what he looked like in the in the strange office yeah. that I saw him but, in. But L- like, L- I, L- I L- didn't L-
2: know L- who he was because I didn't know anything was weird. And I went to speak to him, and he said he was trying to buy the diner, and I think my mom owned the diner, and he was trying to buy Ooh. it from her. But I knew she didn't want to sell it. <gasps> and Hendrix! Oh my God, you
1: were there. What? I was there. I don't remember being there.
2: Like you weren't there. But I remember you were like a customer at the diner. You went there at the time, but you were like a regular. Oh. And this guy showed me your photo
1: and said you were his best salesman. Well, that's just not even true. It was. It was so <laughs> weird. It was like you, but
2: you were like kind of clean shaven and you had like a suit on, like like it was like this weird blazer. It was very clean but like matching trousers and. That sounds like what I was wearing when
1: I had the dream with the oh. Yeah. Uh, and he was trying to oh. tell me something, but
2: then I I, I
1: came here Good. and I I don't. It sounds like he's trying to buy your soul. My soul. With the diner. What are we? do about all all that? I don't know. This sludge tastes like cherries. Yeah,
2: and I feel like if LaRange was there and he was helping like protect me maybe in there and he's trying to get in here, mm. he's obviously looking out for us, so we need to find a way to get out. Also, what if Axel's buying my mom's soul?
1: Is that something she might... Is your mother alive? Yeah. Might she make a deal with Axel?
2: I mean, not as far as I'm aware, but he sounded pretty confident that he could buy this diner regardless of if she wanted to sell it. And I don't know how he works,
1: mm. but He said I was his best salesman. Is he... Does he... Th- do you think maybe I... He thinks I'm going to convince your mother to sell her soul?
2: I have no idea. I just... I d- it was like I completely forgo- forgot that it happened when I came back, but now I've remembered that it happened and... I just just in, just in case for any reason I don't make it out of the prison, you guys now know. Okay. <laughs> so, three heads are better than one. We're all going to get out of this prison somehow. The door cannot be smacked, I've
1: tried. Well, there are other solutions. I know you don't want to hear it, um, Tyler, but there are solutions other than smacking things.
2: I just mean the door won't open with any kind of force, and I don't think the ceiling, you know, it's made of stone now. We've lost our void. I...
1: I've been here for a hundred years in a way, and yet I don't know any way out.
2: Is it possible to look around and like move the bench, look behind things to see if there's any
0: hints on the walls? Absolutely. Roll an investigation check.
2: Um, Tala's very uh, stressed about the uh, Axel Dream. That is a solid three.
0: Oh, <laughs> narrative roll. <laughs> Tyler, you you move things around. Um, I actually, you, you look really thoroughly around, but there's nothing there for you to find. You reckon. You make a bit of a mess in doing so. Quite a lot of a mess in doing so, in fact.
1: Oi, don't careful with my fish bucket. Your what? My fish bucket. It's my second most prized possession (laughs) after my sludge bucket.
2: Hang on, do you mean the potential (laughs) bucket full of mermaid flesh?
1: It's not mermaid flesh. They're just trying to mess with us. But it is, it's been my only friend these 100 years, I'll have you know.
2: Should we drink more of the sludge? Because that helped before, right?
1: I would like to roll on the sludge because you said about the cherry cola. He wants to understand this cherry theme that's running between our mm-hmm. illusions. Sure. I'm hoping if this dino you dreamed of was an illusion, then hopefully this is also an illusion. And I've not been here for a 100 years and we're not eating mermaids and everything's oh. fine. That's the hope. Given that we're so old and I don't really remember all that time passing, but I know that it did. You know what I mean? It's all a little suspect. Can I please roll Arcana to know if this is a... You can
0: roll Arcana to try and learn what you can about it, yeah? That's
1: a 21, please. Nice. You
0: suspect... This is a Potion of Greater Restoration. Oh. So, Potion of Greater Restoration acts similarly as if someone had cast the spell Greater Restoration on you. What it does is it undoes debilitating effects. So, it can do things such as reduce exhaustion. Uh, it can reduce or, or remove charm or petrification. It can end attunement to cursed items. It can end any, like, long-running weaknesses. It can make you feel stronger if you have been weakened in any significant way. It's a very useful potion to have, especially if you're putting it in a cell with someone who's probably going to be around for a long time. So he
1: investigates the potion, like, oh, this is a potion that's making us imagine we're in this tower, but really we're fine. And then his face falls and he's like, no, this is just a potion of greater restoration, which means it's very possible that we have been in this tower for a hundred years. Give or take.
2: But that means that the potion is helping that's been put here to stop us A, dying and B, going mad, right? Yes. Is it worth drinking more of it in case there are any illusions in here? Like, do we
1: have more? Oh, you're right. You you mean it could have been L'Range slash Sauron put it here?
2: to help us. And maybe if we drink more it will like remove the layers of what they've been doing to us.
1: Maybe. Because when we drank it before we did start to make more sense, didn't we? Yes. Mm-hmm. Which also means if it doesn't go away then this tower is real and we have been here for a hundred years.
3: You're okay. okay. He like pats Hendrix on the back. Thank
1: you Skylar. But it's, it's alright for you Skylar. You've got long life left to live.
0: <laughs> okay. Oh, uh,
2: yeah. Santa. So Tala will drink a bit more of the sludge to see if anything else is revealed helps if she feels any different
0: you feel no different
2: okay i don't feel any different so maybe it's like a one-hit wonder kind of jobby
0: Skylar, you hear the sound of sliding metal from where the door is i look and go you see someone has slid a hairpin under the door
3: (gasps) i grab the hairpin And I start to pick the lock.
0: Uh, So roll roll me sleight of hand and add your proficiency modifier on top of that, please.
3: That's an 18.
0: Uh 18. Skylar, you spent years working at this door, trying to find a seam, a way to get through it. Maybe you can lift it off the hinges. With this bobby pin, with this hairpin, you are able to unlock the door.
2: Tala picks up the ladle so that she has a weapon. (laughs) That's all that's in
1: there. I
2: think we need to celebrate the fact that I just beat this fucking door. I've been working on this motherfucker. Skylar, Skylar, what if there's guards in like the rest of the prison? You did an amazing job though. I've been working on this motherfucker
3: for... Hundreds of years and I finally did it! did a great job! You're
1: a beaut Skyler. you're a beautiful boy, well done, you have some Restoration Potion to celebrate! <laughs> what do we see? Do we see hallway? Do we see room? Do we...?
0: The other side of the door, you see a wall!
1: I'm imagining before we leave, just Hendricks and Skylar just like, holding that la- take that ladle off of Tala, ladle the potion into our mouths at a height, do a little <laughs> jig, and then I hand the ladle back to Tala afterwards. Yes, thank you.
2: When you say we see a wall, do you mean that there's nothing outside of it? Or do you mean there's like a a space and then a wall?
0: So the doors open into a space. There's a space between where the doors are and where this wall in front of it is. You suspect they open into some sort of corridor.
2: Can we poke our heads round the corridor, like round the side? Just, just, just small poke.
0: Yes. Uh, you pop your head into the corridor and you see there are sloped walls either side.
2: Okay.
0: So outside of your cell, you have the option of going left or right. Yes.
3: I can still... And, and scout it out.
0: Skylar, you may attempt to stealth if you wish.
1: Um, before we leave the room, having relinquished the ladle back to Tala, is there anything else that I could turn into a weapon?
2: If Hendrix would like the ladle, Tala can punch and kick with her body. That's so cool. So if you'd rather have the weapon, Tala's more than happy to hand it over. Thank
1: you, because he's not, he all his attacks are magic. Yeah, that's fine. Tala, Tala will see Hendrix like,
2: looking around for something. She'll be like, here, you have the ladle, I'll oh, use my thank good you. old fists.
1: I, I swear my murder instincts have gone, so. <laughs> Tala, just, like,
2: narrows her eyes at Hendrix.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Just, you know, yeah. I remember warning people not to ever let me near the ladle, no matter what I said, but I swear that's not true anymore, because <laughs> he waves the ladle around. <laughs> okay,
2: oh, yeah, so, Skylar, do you want to, like, tuck down and see what's each way? Mm-hmm.
0: Skylar, roll me a stealth check, please.
2: Are we still in our heels, or are we in, like, complete prisoner's gear?
0: You're all bare feet. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah, like
2: this. 16.
0: Very well, you believe yourself to be hidden. You're gonna move left or right?
3: Uh, I'm gonna go... left.
0: You creep left. Doing so, you sort of move between the shadows caused by these flickering purple flame sconces. You round the shallow corner that was separating your curved cell from the rest of whatever this place is. And you see ahead of you what can only be described As a clockwork dog. Oh Oh, no. Oh
3: my god, we're saved. (laughs) What? Why? What about Um, that makes you think? I assume it's a cute dog. It's a
1: guard dog! It's a guard (laughs) dog working for the robot people!
0: Skylar, you see this clockwork hound sat on the floor in front of a, a huge pair of doors. They appear to be wood that have been bolstered with metal this dog is sat directly in front of the door it's not currently looking at you the corridor goes ahead of you and around to your right mm. in this corridor in front of you as well Skylar, you see there is a stone desk it's built into the wall um from where you from where you are there is a candle with red wax on it and a ledger that has a uh, has a quill used for, presumably for ink. Uh-oh. Get
2: the ledger,
3: bring it back. Am I able to stealth to get to the ledger? Uh,
0: yeah, you, you can carry in your stealth score. You can try and, try and make your way towards it. From the corner that you've been peeking around, you step forwards, ducking your head underneath the purple flame sconces. The second you step around the corner... The dog starts barking. It, it swivels completely from where it's sitting. As though, as though this dog is on a wheel, it moves around, faces directly at you and starts barking.
1: Oh. I want
3: to snatch the ledger and dash. Yeah, dash back to us. Very
0: well. Um, you grab the ledger Down, in your up. hands and dash off. The second you step back around the corner, the barking stops. Oh. Nice. Oh, good. Everyone else, roll me a perception check.
1: That's a 14. It's not too bad. That's an 8.
0: Tala. Yes. Somewhere else you hear the sound of heavy footprints and something heavy being dragged across a stone floor. Ah. Does
2: it sound like it's coming from the corridor the other way?
0: It's impossible to tell.
2: Or when Skylar gets back, Tala will be like, hey, I can hear someone coming. Do you think we can like shut ourselves back in and lock ourselves back in so they don't know we left? Yeah, might as well give it a shot. Mm, definitely, definitely. Because someone's coming to check and they sound heavy and
1: armed.
0: Okay. Um Scala, do you go back in the cell?
1: Yes. If you want to roll to lock it, I will I will try and hide the book at the same time. Okay, yes, let's do that.
0: Hendrix. I- you take the book from Skylar's hand. Skylar, roll me a sleight of hand check and add your proficiency modifier on top of it. to lock the door, yes. To lock the door, yes.
2: I thought you meant to hand Hendrix the book for no. a second. I was like, what?
1: <laughs> yeah, same. I was like, what insane
0: relay is
1: this?
3: <laughs> I rolled a one, everybody. Uh, so that is a
1: eight. You make it so it can never lock again. <laughs>
0: Skylar. You believe you have locked the door.
1: Uh, it's all right, I'm about to believe I've hidden the book.
0: <laughs> you do hear a you do hear a thud and a clunk as you put the hairpin in. When you take the hairpin out, it looks bent in a weird way. No! Uh, Hendrix, if you want to try and hide the book, roll me a sleight of hand check as well, please.
1: Oh, no. Guys, I rolled a nine.
0: Hendrix, Tala kind of upset the feng shui of the room, so it's difficult for you to find an (laughs) ideal hiding place for this Um,
1: book. Do you look at the book? Yeah.
0: You recognise this book. Oh. It's your book.
1: <gasps> That's probably part of why I take so I'm so bad at hiding it. He's just like blah 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 He considers hiding it under his like shirt and then it's like no. Yeah. Um I can't stuff it in my pocket because I got no pockets and it's a big book. It
0: is your book
1: with a capital book, Y my and a book.
0: capital B. Your they special have my book book.
1: My special book. I'm gonna hide it under the bucket of chum.
0: Sure. Tala, what do you do?
1: Tala's
2: just going to start pacing in front of the door so that she'll be the first person, if a guard does come to check, and kind of continue the ruse that she's a prisoner who's going a bit mad. Mm -hmm. She's trying to, like, play the act of, like, someone who's been in here a long time and is pacing and not quite with Mm. it.
0: You keep your ears out for this heavy step. Mm. It gets louder and louder. Then you hear... A door slam, faintly.
2: Can I tell which direction?
0: Uh, sort of to your left. As in
2: dogway or...? Dogway,
0: yeah. Yeah, where okay. the dog was when you saw it. And then some more steps. Another door slams. Oh. And the steps then get louder. Like, exponentially louder. Oh, God. They stop. And you wait. And then the footsteps seem to go off in another direction. You hear the slamming of a door. Oh. Footsteps are quieter. You hear the slamming of another door. Footsteps get even quieter.
1: Oh, big sigh of relief. You can
0: still hear them thudding throughout this building.
1: Does it sound like
2: the same kind of heft and weight as the people that we the, like to buff things that were in the
1: tavern?
0: Bigger, heavier.
1: Oh boy, we don't. Want Whatever to these up.
0: footsteps were, they were shaking the room. Oh.
1: Um, I would like to, because he was sort of sat on the upturned bucket of chum, waving the ladle around, trying to look crazy. Um, mm. so he like to <laughs> stand up. Um, swipe some of the charm off of his book um, and I'd yep. like to look through it please to see if anything has changed in it since I last saw it
0: you open your book Yeah. and as far as you can tell there are no changes to it ok cool
1: Why would you take someone's magic book and then put it on a, you know, a shelf outside the cell on display with a candle, unless they've been using it? What if they were like trying
2: to learn your spells or something?
1: Oh, they better not.
2: I don't like people looking at my book. I've got, I've got notes about my boy in here. And there's, there's nothing else written, nothing in the back or anything, no
1: secret. No, 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 no. It's just a few spells, some notes about my wife and kid and, um, you know, a lot of blank pages. I'm not a very good warlock.
2: Do we think the fact that they don't let anyone use arcane magic here and the fact that in the time of being imprisoned I went to some weird place where Axel was, you don't think the people who like run style are somehow in with him do you
1: I mean we're so close Sulskar Skaraxul, the city which is where I went to learn about Axul. right because the entire underground of that city is full of Aeschylus <sighs> Shit. So I wouldn't be surprised. Hmm. I I am very worried about the fact that they use blood magic as a sort of hand stamp on your way into the city. Yeah. That's a very casual attitude to have to blood magic. Yeah, it's really...
2: It's quite bold, you know, mm. even in even in security terms, that's pretty blood magic isn't normally, you know, always a good thing. No.
1: So it's an interesting first impression. Mm. And, and the fact that using arcane magic throws off their, you know, automatons makes me think. I think we've, we've both said, what if they're powered by spells or entities or something? Yeah. That's why I tried speaking, um, you know, abyssal and, and primordial and things to the. That little robot.
2: Oh yeah, when you told him to fuck off, yeah.
1: Oh I thought I'd see if he
0: understood me. Somebody roll me a religion check.
2: Let's all do it. Why not? I got a 21. I got a 19. That's a flat roll for me. And I
3: got a 4. Skylar, this is
0: all unnatural and weird.
3: Mm Mm-mm, don't like none of it. Not even a little bit.
0: Hendrix and Tala. You're talking about Axel and you're theorising how he could affect this. Mm. You know that Axel did taint a temple of Yarl, mm-hmm. and that created some very non-Yarly things. Oh no. Hendrix, you had a dream where Axel's working his way through the pantheon, mm-hmm. seemingly. You guys also know that Venta is like synonymous with chaos. No. She's changeable. She's the winds of change. And there is something about clockwork things that is innately non-chaotic.
2: Oh, oh no. No. and because it's only been a recent change hasn't it because Laurent was saying about getting things back to how they used to be it's obviously been a recent change so if axel won against venter while we've been fucking around at the last well, not fucking around but while we've been at the last hope oh no so oh no so you
1: you've written uh a place having a recent um evil lockdown have you? where did that come from in your in your <laughs> in your in your stressed brain in your I couldn't
0: possibly say like
1: things have changed recently and they're all being forced inside and it's just it's just the worst i love this idea of like tala and hendrix kind of
2: theorizing about axel and like the penny dropping for them at like the same time mm. being like "Oh no, oh no we definitely need to leave
1: hendrix will relay to skylar what they've realized
2: skylar's blinking because he yeah (laughs) i I bent my pen (laughs) i I bent my pen
1: (laughs)
3: oh
2: that might not be anything to do with the doppelgangers either but it might be something you know clones weird magic
1: i roll arcana about the clones
0: uh yeah if you like
1: um i rolled a one so that's a five overall. How lovely. <laughs> Don't say that, DM.
0: Hendrix, you try and think about cloning magic um, and you reminisce on the fact that, like, even if you were to effectively clone someone, they'd be a different person because they have a different life, they'd have different experiences, and cloning can never really create a true replica of the original. Great.
2: <laughs> okay, okay, so Skyler, you said there's there was an alarm dog to the left Mm-hmm. Okay, do we want to see what's down
1: the other way where the dog isn't? I'm wondering if they've got like a weird mad museum shrine set up in this corridor with all our personal effects and little alcoves guarded by big robots.
2: That's quite a stretch. Also, it's weird. The The, the sludge was mm. red, the cola thing in my dream was red, and the candle was red. So what if Orange is like giving our stuff back to us somehow, you know?
1: Maybe. Mm. You'd think it would be orange in that case.
2: Skyler, do you reckon you could re-unlock the door? If we go and explore? I can give it a shot.
1: Is it even locked?
2: Yeah, I don't
3: know if it's even locked, but, because my pin is fucked up, but I'll give it a shot. Are
0: you going to try and unlock it first, or are you going to try and push the door open?
3: Uh, I'll try and push the door.
0: Yeah, it's not locked. (laughs) I did it! (laughs) So, in front of you, as before, the wall, there's some purple sconces. You can go left, or you can go right.
3: Uh, well, I guess I will go... Right.
0: Are you going to go stealthily or are you just gonna walk in? I
3: will go stealthily. Actually, can I do a perception first?
0: You can do a perception, yes.
3: Thirteen. There's a
0: lot of ticking clocks all around everything around you. Roll me a stealth check.
3: (gasps) That's more like it, twenty-eight. Nice. Uh, so I go to the right.
0: As you get around the corner of this corridor, you see ahead of you a clockwork hound.
3: Oh, another one. Makes
1: sense. Great.
0: There does not appear to be a table, but you can just about see the handle of some sort of something.
1: (gasps) Weapon!
3: How, how far can I get to that handle? Yeah? And back. You
0: can, you can sprint there and back. Absolutely. Mm,
3: you're gonna trigger the dog.
0: Yeah,
2: don't do that. I
3: know. Maybe we can
2: find a way to just attack
1: the dog or deactivate the dog.
3: Oh yeah, let's attack the dog. Let's not just. I've run said p- it
1: before and I'll say it again. Throw the ladle. Yeah. That's what Tala's thinking. If she can hurl it hard enough, that it breaks. No, throw it for the dog to play fetch with you, violent woman. <laughs> I don't think it acts like a
2: normal dog.
1: It might. That's
2: true. Throw the ladle. This is our only weapon. Why don't you throw like a bit of meat or something if you're going to... It's a mechanical dog.
1: Like, let's not be silly now. <laughs> Just to see if it
2: reacts to something being thrown near it. Because the spoon at the minute is our only weapon. And if... You
1: know how... I'm in jail because I cast a spell. If casting spells messes with whatever powers these things, then maybe a concentrated magical effort sort of inside the thing might fry its brain or something. Oh, if you want to try and do some magic,
2: I support that plan the most out of all of them. Yeah, I think that sounds We're good. already in jail. They can't arrest us
1: again. What
0: exactly? What are they going to do? Super arrest you?
1: <laughs> I'm thinking, Josh, because there, because there is no just magically supercharged mechanical dog spell... I just want to sort of pour magic inside it because I think the fact of the magic being inside it is going to be the real problem. But the one that most takes the spell into the being seems to be Hex, if you know what I mean.
0: Okay, yeah, that makes sense.
1: Then I'm going to cast Hex on one of the dogs.
0: You need to see it.
1: Okay, so uh, I need to stealth to look around the corner and see it without it. Getting sent yeah, yeah,
0: off. Roll, roll me a stealth check. Eighteen. Eighteen stealth. You believe yourself to be hidden. Alright, so I, I'm
1: gonna peep around the corner.
0: Are you going to the dog on the left or the dog on the right where Skylar is? I'm
1: gonna go to the dog on the left. So,
0: Hendrix, you sneak your way around the corner. You see the table that your book was on. And you see this clockwork hound that appears to be staring at a huge set of double doors. And you cast Hex. On it. Excellent. All of the torches blow out Ooh. when you cast Hex, as though there's a small gust of wind starting from where you are. Mm. One by one, each of these torches then turn back on. It's slow, it's gradual, and you look at the hound, and it is still staring at the door.
1: Okay. I would like it to have disadvantage on Wisdom Checks. Okay. Skyler, I, I may or may not have Hexed this dog. He's gonna come stealth and round. I would
3: then like to continue my stealth down towards the dog.
0: Okay. Skylar, you start to walk towards the dog. The second that your feet go past the corner and you step into the corridor, the dog rotates on this wheel and starts barking at you. No! Ah,
3: damn it. Ah! I run back.
0: The second you step behind that limit, the dog stops barking and turns and faces the door.
3: Do you know what? I'm going to fucking go for it. If the dog isn't attacking,
2: I'm going to run around the corner and I'm going to scout ahead. Yeah. I will say, if, if the alarm's going off down one end, Tala will use the mask of the other alarm to run and try and get the sword.
0: I'm going to need everyone to roll initiative. Not necessarily that you're in combat, but just so that I can pass this all in a manageable way.
2: Yeah. I got a natural 20. <laughs> Plus
0: two. If we enter <laughs> combat then I will do the extra action. Ah,
1: oh, thank you. Eleven. Nineteen.
0: So, we'll go with Tala first. The dog to the left near Skylar is is barking currently Tyler, what are you going to do
2: she's gonna use that barking and she's gonna run up to the right and look for the sword and see if she can find any weapons or anything
0: Tyler, you step out of the cell around the corner you stand in the corridor you see the dog mm-hmm. second you step around the second corner into the corridor proper mm-hmm. the dog turns directly at you and starts barking at you do you wish to keep going to try and retrieve the sword handle that you can see
2: yeah she's gonna like go quickly grab the handle
0: tala You go to grab the handle. Does a 13 hit you? No. As you reach down to the sword to pick it up swiftly, this dog lunges at you Ah. and tries to bite you as though it's on, like, a spring-loaded mechanism. It shoots forwards with Mm -hmm. these gnashing, highly sharpened teeth um, but misses you as you... Quickly whip up the sword and presumably turn back.
2: I most likely will. Can I, now that I've gone around the corner, can I see further down this one to Ooh. see if there's more doors, more weapons? You
0: can see further I'm down hoping there.
2: there'll be a little pile marked Tala's equipment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, I'm happy to fight my way out of this dungeon with a spoon if that's what it takes. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great way to go. So,
0: Tala, as you pick up the sword handle, you see actually in front of you there are some weapon racks. With some very old, rusted-looking swords. There is also a chest that appears to be very old with a very heavy lock on it. Mm. You also see a crank that appears to be connected to something that is connected to a chain. And there are some wooden boxes scattered around as well. You see the edge of something that you think could be a shield.
2: The the crank, can I see the chain going up towards... Can I see which direction it's going And it Does it look like it's going towards the door next to it or something further down the corridor?
0: The chain appears to be going down.
2: Oh, so like into the ground. Yes. Hmm. Yeah, she's just going to take the sword and she's going to head back towards Hendricks and Skylar. I'm not splitting the party. It's
0: just a short sword, so it's 1d6, um, finesse, light. You can get down the corridor, and again, the second you get around that corner from the dog, it stops barking at you.
2: Tala will kind of say as her free speech, I see if she can only really see Hendrix, she'll be like, guys, the dogs can bite. Oh, shite. just oh, a heads up.
0: <laughs> okay. Hendrix, it's your turn.
1: At this point, I've already cast a spell, so I might as well do more. Mm. Yes,
0: you're currently concentrating on Hex.
1: Oh, you know what I'm gonna do then? You know what I'm gonna do? I'm mm. gonna do Old
0: Faithful. I'm Woo! I'm gonna blast Eldritchly.
1: Yes, I am. I'd like to blast Eldritchly um, at this dog that uh, I'm nearest, please. Go for it. That's an 18, please.
0: 18 for your first one. Yes. Uh, Roll again for the second one.
1: 22.
0: 22. Yeah, they both hit. Lovely. Hendrix, you focus on this hound, this one that you've hexed as well, and you send out two bolts of this eldritch energy. As you do, with each bolt that leaves you, the torches all blow out. Nice. And then slowly reappear as though some sort of great wind was blowing them out, although you can't feel any wind at all. As the bolts hit this dog, it turns, still making noise, and then as each one hits it, it goes... Yeah! Nice!
2: nice.
0: As sort of steam comes out of it and, and arcane sparks fly off it. It moves erratically for a moment, sort of spinning wildly the joints and the mechanisms sparking out of place. Mm. um, But it appears to be down.
1: Nice. You don't need to know my damage then?
0: No, I don't need to know your damage. Okay. You have a bonus action, should you wish to use it.
1: Can I, like, loot the dog of anything useful?
0: Yeah, so after after blasting it, you approach. um, You see that it is still attached to the floor. And it's very much ah. attached to the floor. Um, there doesn't seem to be anything there that you would recognise.
1: Okay. But he calls out. It's like, they go down from like a sack of shit to a Eldritch Blast. Alright. I'm coming your way.
2: Cool. There's more weapons this way.
0: Thus ends Hendrix's turn. You all hear the sounds of heavy footsteps start up again.
2: Oh shit. Tala. Oh, fuck.
0: The footsteps seem to be coming from behind you, from where you just came. Yeah. Um, at first, it sounds like whatever it is is on the same floor as you and then you hear it it sounds like it's going down some steps
2: okay she's going to keep an ear out in case she hears that chain moving
0: Mm-hmm. Skylar and Hendrix in front of you you see a small bronzen and metallic creature dig almost out well almost dig <gasps> out of the stone it looks kind of like a small centipede not a small centipede. Z- oh, indeed. my God. Like a, it's, it's like a cat-sized centipede, basically, but it's all made of metal. It starts tending to the clockwork hound, seemingly unaware of your presence.
3: I'm going to smash Ooh. it.
0: Skylar, it is your turn. Yeah. Uh, roll me a d20, add your strength modifier, please. Do
3: you know what? Fortune favors the bold. <laughs> okay, here we go. 14 and a negative one So that's a 13
0: For a 13 to try and scrunch the (laughs) bug. Skyly, you will do one bludgeoning damage to this creature Yay! Or you feel like you would have done Ow! Your foot flies out and you kick it, but the creature seems unaffected. You make make good contact and you feel like that's a really good kick Like that should have at least dislodged it But there's something about the armour on this creature perhaps that needs something more than a good kick in. Damn
3: it I would like to dash
0: Dash yep you've got a lot of movement you've got 60 feet of movement that you can go where are you going? yep
3: I want to run around that corner you
0: run around the corner well you round the corner mm-hmm. ignoring the beetle and the dog mm-hmm. going past the huge set of doors that this clockwork hound is in front of and you see in front of you another set of doors
3: uh, can I open them
0: not on this turn
3: Ooh. okay
0: Oh, hello. Welcome aboard. Uh, You look older than you did last time. What's happened? This place, it's the middle bit. It's where I, Josh, speak to you, the listener, about all sorts of real-world goodness. Don't worry, there's no time dilation here, and all of our dogs are 100% organic. No metal involved. Relax. And I think you should have another sip of this thick red potion. You might need it. First, a second special tip of the hat to Bakerholics UK, the wonderful folks who baked, chilled, and sliced this episode's decadent delights. Bakerholics UK merge contemporary cake design and ingredients with classic style and elegance. All of their products are homemade and brought to you with a passion and dedication from their pink palace, nestled in the heart of Attleborough, Norfolk. For more information about all their cakes and their wonderful founder, Morgan, please go to BakerholicsUK.com and tell them that Josh and Alicia sent you. Second, we've received a strange message in a bottle from a crew that called themselves Earth's Embers. Which is a short-form 5e and podcast featuring self-contained campaigns. Each season has a new story and a new cast, so you never have to worry about catching up with the previous seasons. Just jump in with the new one. Earth's Embers is set in a homebrew world inspired by the mythos of the Silk Roads. But enough from me. Why don't you listen to this? No one knows why the storms rage all year round. We only know that anyone who's ever tried to cross the sea has never been found again. Not alive, anyway. Who knows what's out there? Strange monsters. Whirlpools and rogue waves. Oblivion itself. And you want to hire a crew to sail it. It can't be done.
2: Oh. What is the storm? The one such as I? Come, it is time. The tide
3: waits for no
0: one. So why not find Earth's Embers on Spotify or Apple Podcasts to tune into their own nautical adventures? Find them at www.earthsembers.com or on Twitter at Earth's Embers. That's E-A-R-T-H-S-E-M-B-E-R-S. Earth's Embers. Finally, Guy in a Booth Reviews is back, and James is reviewing all sorts of nostalgic memorabilia for your viewing pleasure. Most recently, he's reviewed a Ghostbusters whistle and mystery box. Ooh. Join him on YouTube as he also discusses the latest on Ghostbusters Afterlife and gradually gets hotter as he didn't plan for the warmth of the booth. <laughs> Search for Guy in a Booth Reviews on YouTube, hosted on the James Ducker YouTube channel as of August 2021. And hey, While you're on the web, why not make sure you're following us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at slice. that's at D-I-C-E-N-A-S-L-I-C-E, where we're always chatting with new people, making new friends, and being just a little bit weird, in that way that only we know how. Well, that's all that remains from me. All that's left is to give a massive thank you to our Ko-Fi donors, especially Benjamin whose kind donation has fueled this episode. I must also thank the ever-talented Alicia who somehow manages to condense our hours of nonsense and rules into a coherent and enjoyable piece of media. That sounds very corporate, doesn't it? And now, back to the action. And you see in front of you another set of doors.
2: Uh, can I open
0: them? Not on this turn.
2: Ooh. Okay.
0: Okay, Tyler, what do you want to do?
2: Yeah, is it possible to run into the cell where we were? Grab the Greater Restoration Potion, so we've got it with us.
0: Hendrix has the ladle. You've got nothing to keep the potion in.
2: Okay, well, Tyler would go in and try to bring the cauldron.
0: Roll me an athletics check, please.
2: Oh, 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 that's another natural 20
0: <laughs> plus seven. Tyler, you go to pick up the cauldron, and it is easy as anything. It looks old. Yeah. As, as you lift up, you see there's like... It's not just a ring of rust. It's a ring of where this metal and the stone table have been connected for millennia. Wow. And it's not rust. It's like soldering through time. My God. But you just lifted off the table. Dream. So we've got a big potion with us. Big potion with you, yeah. What are you doing with your sword while you're holding this cauldron with two hands?
2: So, you know how you hold something? If you put your one arm around the top of it and she's supporting the underneath it with her other like forearm yeah. but she's still got her sword in her hand
0: yeah that's fine you can sort of hug the cauldron tight to your body while yeah. holding your sword that's fine yeah
2: she's gonna hug it and bring it with her because hendrix might be able to carry it mm-hmm. so she's gonna then use the rest of her movement to get down to hendrix
0: you get out of your cell you dash around the corner and you can just see hendrix next to the dog that he has incapacitated you can also see this table with the red candle on it
2: so Tala will just be like, hey, Hendrix, I have, I've thought I'd bring the potion, but maybe you could carry it. Right. That That's the end of my turn, so because I can't do anything else
1: anyway, so yeah. So he will take the cauldron? Do I need to roll to carry
0: it? Hendrix, you will need to roll athletics to hold this cauldron, yes.
1: I'll try and hold it, but if I can't hold it, I might have to get Andrew to hold it, but he can only hold it for 15 minutes. Yeah. So my attempt to carry it myself is an
0: 11. Hendrix, you try and take the cauldron off Tyler, but it is too big and very cumbersome to try and hold on to. You feel it slipping down your body, sort of, you grip it with your knees, and then you sort of just sink to the floor with it. It's too heavy for you to carry. You are a very, very old man.
1: That's true, I am like 100 now. So I'm uh, yeah. hundred, hundred and fifty years old, I am, you know. You are. So I'm going to conjure up Andrew. We're like, you know what, Andrew, you got us into this mess,
0: you can get us out. <laughs> Hendrix would know that Andrew's too weak to hold that. He's more accustomed to folding napkins. Aww. He is. I know
2: we're, we're in initiative, but we're not necessarily in combat. So yeah. seeing Hendrix shrink, if it's if Tal is allowed to speak, she'll be like, hey, we don't have to bring it, I just thought it might be handy.
1: But if we can't carry it, then we can just leave it. I, unless you want to break the head off that automaton and use it as a, some sort of cup.
0: Yeah. But Hendrix, it is still your turn, so if there's anything that you would like to do, you've got these big doors in front of you. You've got a dog that appears to be being fixed by some sort of creature.
1: Right, yes. I'd like to Eldritch Blast the creature,
0: please. Roll to blast Eldritchly.
1: Oh, that's a 26. Yeah,
0: that hit. You shoot this blast, and this little bug gets absolutely pinpoint accuracy blasted nice, nice. and just like skitters across the room landing against the wall before just poof, falling to the floor.
1: Well then I'm going to send my second blast just into the dog that's down just in case it was at all fixed. Yeah, My okay. second blast is a thirty.
0: You shoot a second blast into this dog and the mechanics again they they freak out they start flying around it whirls around on its spot the arcane sparks flying out of it. Um, it's double dead.
1: Cool. <laughs> just in case that bug had repaired it at all, it's good just... Yeah, yeah sure. That's, that's a good shout. Um, can I just stroll over to where these... To, um, to the other end of the corridor a little bit? How far can As I get? As in
0: towards Skylar or towards Tala?
1: Towards Tala, because I want to zap this other dog.
0: Yeah, you can get all the way to the end of the corridor just stepping over that corner threshold. Yeah. You do so. You all hear heavy footsteps. They seem to be coming from underground and then they come above ground. Sounds as though whatever it is is close to where Tala picked up a sword.
1: Hendrix, I think, I think Um, they're down the other end. Right, should I just, should we just head this way then?
0: I don't know. The sound of the feet is great and heavy, and you can hear clicking clockwork mechanisms. No. Another one of these little centipede one of these mechanical centipedes pops up and starts getting to work on the dog, and another, another one comes up next to the little tiny centipede. Uh, oh. oh
3: no! And it starts fixing oh. it. Oh no! They're all stop fixing each, stop each other. <laughs> stop it! Um,
0: Skylar, it is your turn.
3: Well, Skylar's gonna try this door. If you would
0: like to try and unlock the door, you absolutely may. Roll me a sleight of hand check and add your thieves tools proficiency. So add your proficiency bonus.
3: 24. Yeah.
0: You put the hairpin in and you start twisting it, similarly to how you did when you were escaping from the jail the first time. Uh, You hear a very satisfying click Mm -hmm. and the doors in front of you are unlocked.
3: Okay. I'm going to open up these doors.
0: You open up the doors. In front of you is a long wooden table with chairs around it, eight chairs specifically. <gasps> On the table itself, there appears to be a helmet, there is a scroll, there is a book, and there is a quill.
3: Guys, I found something.
1: Ooh.
0: In the corners, from where you are, Skylar, the top right and bottom left corners, you see a set, two sets of spiral stairs. There are also some cabinets. And one of these cabinets has a small locked chest on it. There's also a very heavy-looking set of doors to the very north, as well as some smaller doors also in the room.
2: Okay. Are the spiral staircases going up or down, sorry?
3: They're
0: both going up.
3: Okay, so I ha- do. I have time to look around this room. Uh,
0: you can sort of just look around, but your your go is effectively done. You you wouldn't be able to find anything useful in this this span this span of time. That's fine. Um, next up, Tala.
2: She she can hear the footsteps coming from where she's come, and she kind of wants to ignore those. She can also sense that these these things are just going to keep trying to repair. So I think she's just going to dash round. Down the corridor and get to where Skylar is.
0: You're able to. You're able to run, run around and get to where to the room where Skylar is. You don't see anything in there that Skylar didn't already see. Does the
2: helmet seem any good in terms of usability?
0: Roll uh, we'll investigate.
2: That is a four.
0: Um, you could probably wear it.
2: Tala is going to pick up the helmet. But she's going to wait for Hendrix to check it over before she puts it onto her head. Because she's a bit funny about the arcane influence of what's going on here. So she'd rather just have him look at it before she potentially puts on something that's going to mess with her brain. Yeah, that's fair.
0: Tala, you go to pick up the helmet. Underneath it, there is a small... Arachnomechanical spider that just <gasps> skitters out from underneath.
2: Can ah, I stab ah, it? Ah.
0: You, you can attempt to, yeah? Roll, roll to hit. That is
2: a 26 to hit. Yes,
0: that definitely hits.
2: <laughs> I rolled a 1. Um, so that's 5 damage.
0: 5 damage. Tala, you hit this creature with the sword that you found. You feel like you did the exact amount of damage that would have been needed to turn <laughs> this creature into a pile of cogs and springs <laughs> and metal. However, as you lift the sword up, you see that there is a fine outline of the creature's shell in it. What does that mean? You'll be doing your sword attacks at disadvantage as the creature was completely unharmed by it. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. And then the creature sort of looks at you. It's got these little mandibles at the front and you hear it go, giggy, giggy, giggy. and then it just sort of scuttles off under a door to the top left of the room.
2: Tala just says to Skyler, she's like, Oh yeah, this sword is not going to do any good. Oh no.
3: So,
0: Tali, you walked into the room, you picked up the helmet that appears to be made of a similar metal to the ladle, by the way.
2: (gasps) The ladle is our friend, so maybe the helmet is also our friend. Perhaps. Or at least they'll match. Perfect. I'll be armed with a helmet and a ladle.
0: (laughs) Hendrix, what do you want to do?
1: So I'm going to come join you guys if I can. Yes, run from the footsteps. Yep, that's
0: fine. Hendrix, once you uh, join the gang in the room, we're going to come out of initiative for the minute. Oh, lovely. Um, You guys hear the sounds of the footsteps in the corridor from where you came.
1: Is our door closed in our little room? Our prison.
0: Uh, No one... No one specified that they closed the door behind them. um, And Tala came out carrying the cauldron. So she had no way of closing it. So
1: if I would be this, I would have seen if it was open or not. So can I just close it and then come? would have done,
0: yeah. Yes, you can close it, absolutely.
1: Sweet, I close the door, I come to these guys. Hendrix, as
0: you close the door, you hear the sounds of these footsteps coming closer and closer, whatever it is. It sounds like it's around the corner that you have just narrowly run from. I I like it, to these guys.
2: Is our door of the room we're in now kind of fairly barricaded shut, or does it seem like it could just be... ...opened by whatever's following us.
0: Do you want to barricade it shut?
2: Can I push the table against it?
0: Uh, Tyler, roll me an athletics check to try and move the table. You can do it at advantage if everyone's helping.
2: 17 plus 7, so 24?
0: 24. Between the three of you, you're able to drag the table over to the door blocking it. It is a door that would open inwards into the room. Mm. So you are able to uh, barricade it sufficiently with that table. It's a very heavy table. Good. Which is weird because it looks like it's just made of wood.
2: Yes. Tala be like, Hendrix, this helmet seems okay but I don't want to put it on my head until you've looked at it and made sure it's not going to possess me.
0: Uh, roll an investigation check.
1: It didn't roll very well. Um, that's a eight.
0: An eight. This helmet is kind of old but it's not Uh, too tarnished appears to be made of the same material that the ladle is made out of smells faintly as though it had something metal inside it once
1: it looks like it's made of metal I can have a look
0: yeah Skylar if you want to try and investigate Shack as well
3: plot twist this is where I succeed let's do it
2: let's make sure Tala's not going to die when she wears the helmet I got a (laughs) seven We've all done spectacularly.
0: Scarlett, you're not overly familiar with metal armour, no. but this looks like a helmet.
1: Yeah, it looks like a helmet to me. Oh, that's what I th- thought as well.
0: The sound of the footsteps in the corridor has stopped.
1: I'm going to
2: risk it. Seeing the shine of the ladle and the similar metal in the helmet, Tyler is going to put on the helmet.
0: Tyler! you put on this helmet Mm -hmm. and as it goes over your eyes you see nothing but darkness oh fuck and then you lift the visor (laughs) and you can see the room (laughs) your AC has increased by one (laughs)
2: Yeah, okay.
0: And Hendrix and Skylar.
2: Yeah?
3: Well,
0: Skylar, you notice some writing on the underside of the visor Ooh. that Tala puts on. Ooh,
3: is it an Elvish? It's not. Ooh, what's it in?
0: Hendrix. I You recognise it. Is it Irish? Kinda, yeah. <laughs> it's this sort of common dialect that the people of wherever it is that Hendrix is from originally speak. Is a word, and uh, you would automatically translate it. To just say password.
1: It's like Tormain. It's it's the same kind yep. of language languages. To- oh wait, this is that's, that's what they speak. Where I come from, that's my home. That's my hometown. Type. of... What do you mean? What's what's where? What speaks? I don't.
0: Tala, when you when you put the visor down, you can't see anything.
1: There, there's language on your. There's a word on your visor. And it's written in uh in my old mother tongue. Hendrix, what it says? Password. Well, he's trying to say the word. Password, as it's written there,
0: to try and get, um, to see if that works. Um, there's nothing that happens when you say it. Is it
2: carved into the metal, written on in, like, a pen?
0: Forged into the metal.
2: Oh! Is there anything on the ladle? Is there any writing on it?
0: There is no writing on the ladle.
2: Skylar, you should look in the chest. Maybe there's, maybe there's, like, a note or something. Maybe it's got the password in
0: it.
3: I will go over to the chest and I Mm -hmm. will roll a sleight of hand. May I do so? Yay, that's a 21, please.
0: 21, yeah. You take your hairpin up to it. The chest was never locked. Oh, good to know. you would have unlocked it anyway.
3: So I open the chest. You
0: open the chest, and inside the chest is a little uh, metal spider. Shh. little tiny thing. It sort of pops out of... Well, it's it's still in there, and you, you look at it, and it sort of turns to look at you and you hear it go
3: I Oh, it could be our pet. Can I recruit it? <laughs> Name it. It's Spindle the spider. Love it. You can
0: roll me a persuasion check, please.
3: 22. Yes. Come on, Spindle.
0: 22, you look down at this spider and you... I mean, how do you look at it? Because your initial response was here.
3: Oh, it's all metal. And then I realise it's a spider. Yeah. And I'm not afraid of spiders, because I'm a nature boy. Still don't like that it's metal. The fact that it's metal is creepy and weird.
1: No, so. tell him he's precious little spider. <laughs> I, uh, I hold out my
3: hand for him to hop on.
0: Spindle the spider hops up on your hand.
3: Ah, there, little mm. buddy. You want to be our friend?
0: And, uh, starts to crawl up your arm. It's got these little, um little investigate prong things at the front, and it sort of gets bits of your rag... ragged clothing and sort of bits of your skin and it sort of just pokes you to investigate you.
1: Let's keep it. Let's... let's love it forever.
0: It's got, like, a single... a single red eye that's sort of on the... on the head of where a spider would be that sort of glows softly red.
1: Hendrix has just come over to Skylar and he's just fussing the spider like
3: I wouldn't have taken you as a spider type but then again I guess
2: you do carry crabs around with you everywhere.
1: I I do carry crabs I do.
2: Can Tala look at the scroll and the book while Skylar and Hendrix are making friends with the robot spider?
0: Absolutely you see a scroll and a book which are you opening first?
2: The scroll.
0: You open the scroll and there are three words written there. (laughs) They are Talasa Sean and Skylar
2: I tuck that I, I tuck that into whatever pocket I have
0: You've just got like a waistband That's got a bent sword in it as well
2: Can I tuck it inside my helmet?
0: You can tuck it inside the helmet, yes
2: Yeah, I'm going to put it inside my helmet It's not written in blood or anything, is
0: it? No, just seems to be black ink
2: Ink? Okay And is it fancy like script Like Elvers, like Elven quite often is in?
0: No, it's not in Elven oh,
2: Okay um, Now I'm going to look in the book Please
0: You open the book and it appears to be a like an accountants ledger. Right. Um, there is an income and an expenditure column. Uh, there is a sort of notes explanation thing. I'm not an yeah. accountant, so my 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 description is is going to run out of steam very quickly. <laughs> it's got various numbers written down, and and there are words written next to those numbers, sort of defining what what they could be used for.
2: Is it what 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 kind of things are they buying or spending? Like, is it on Metals, or is it on like people, or is it on food, like...
0: Roman Souls. <laughs> you hear the sounds of heavy footprints.
2: Do you mean footsteps? You keep saying footprints. You do, footprints. you do. You can't hear a footprint. You can't can hear you? a footstep.
0: Yeah. Can't you?
2: A footprint is an impression. You can't hear.
0: Are you in a place that makes sense?
2: Okay, GM. Okay. <laughs> you just say the wrong word. Um, that is a seven on an investigate.
0: Um, You do see a line that says the Neon Diner. <gasps>
2: Hendrix, Hendrix, I think uh is there a quill here? There is. Can I scribble out the neon diner?
0: Yeah, absolutely.
2: I want to rip out the page. I don't want it I don't want it no, he can't have the neon Which diner. Which are you
0: doing? Are you scribbling it out or are you ripping out the page?
2: I'm going to
1: scribble it out and then
0: and probably then rip, rip the, page the page out.
2: Page
1: yeah, most likely. So Hendrix comes over and is like, "What? What? What?" because you you just called his name and now you're ripping things out of the book. He's like, "What? What is it?" She's just scribbling with
2: the quill. and She's like, "I think this book belongs to Axel and I don't want him to have my mom's brain diner." Oh, okay. Tala, <laughs>
0: you pick up the quill and the quill bursts into flames in your hand. Um,
1: He was was reaching out to try and take it from you and then that happened like oh yeah you don't if it's an actual book don't write it in it don't touch it I'm
2: still gonna try and rip the page
1: out yeah absolutely put the book down like
3: Skylar just kind of looks round having been mid examining spindle (laughs) and he just kind of like looks around like what the fuck is going on over there as
0: Skylar turns around <laughs> looking looking bemused, Spindle also turns around on Skylar's shoulder.
2: Aww. I have a
3: friend.
0: Um, Tyler roll me a D100. Oh
2: no. That is a 67.
0: Tyler, you rip out the page, mm-hmm. and there's some arcane sparks that fly sort of from where the spine of the book is. Mm-hmm. There's this black ink that sort of follows these arcane sparks. Ooh. Um, some of it gets on your fingers, and you grow. <gasps> you grow an inch taller.
2: Ooh. <laughs> oh! Hello.
0: You just get a little tiny boost, like, a little bit taller.
2: Nice. And I've ripped the page out successfully. You have, yes. I'm going to rip the page up into, like, tiny, tiny pieces.
0: Do you look at the page before you rip it up? Yeah. The page is blank. (gasps)
1: <gasps> so Hendrix, Hendrix is going to try and snatch the book from you.
2: Yeah, that's fine. Once the book started spurting ink, she probably would have dropped the book, but kept the page
0: that she had. Okay. There is a loud thud at the door.
1: Anything ah. you do with these books, he knows what you're doing it. You don't. You, we don't know what you've just well, done. Well, I think we should keep
2: it with us, but I think we need to go. We need to pick a staircase. Right, yes, let's go. The, the one by the door, or the one furthest from the one door? One furthest from the door, I think. Mm, okay, let's go.
0: There's another loud thud at the door.
2: We run, we run up the stairs.
0: You guys... Uh, Skylar, you seek so you up the stairs first? Yeah. Skylar, as you dash up the stairs, you see in front of you, you see a... Um, you see a pair of legs, humanoid legs, running up the stairs in front of you. What the fuck? They're really pale legs, they're kind of very veiny. They look to be the legs of a very old person. Is it Hendrix? It is in fact Hendrix.
3: What? Fuck me. And you
0: get, you get to the top of the stairs and you find yourself on the same place, in the same place, on the same God
2: floor. damn it. Holy fucking shit.
0: There is a thud. The end of the room. The table budges ever so slightly.
2: Tala will brace against the table and let Hendrix and Skylar pick. She's happy to go wherever, but she will brace against the table to buy them some time.
0: Okay. Which one are you going to? As you guys see now, that every thud to the door is met by Tala bracing against the table, shoving it further into the door. Tyler, you can really feel it being pushed into your back.
2: Yeah. Tyler's so like, guys, we need to pick a door and we need to pick one now.
3: Okay, I'm gonna try and open the the big doors opposite the table. Yeah,
0: absolutely. May you may roll me a thieves tools check, please. Sixteen. You fiddle with the hairpin in the lock. You know how the previous one worked, but this is reversed, this is flipped around. But you're able to undo the lock. It's hard work and you feel the hairpin at one point, there's a great deal of pressure on it and you think, oh is this it? Is this it? But you are able to, able to find your way in. So I open it. In front of you, you see another corridor similar to the ones that you've seen previously. At the end there is a small weapons rack again with crude weapons, some pickaxes, some swords, some clubs. There's also a broken barrel, some boxes and some bags.
3: Any bow and arrows? No
0: bows and arrows.
3: Fuck me. Guys, we got weapons. Uh,
0: Spindle is still on your shoulder.
1: Spindle, come on! Hendrix, what are you doing? Um, Coming into this room with everybody.
0: Hendrix runs in after Skylar. He's
1: kind of keeping half a mind to, like, he, he wants to, like, if that thing comes after us, he wants to sort of stand in his doorway and try and Eldritch Blast back at it. Okay. Um, but obviously we're not on an initiative yet, so I don't need to set up a shot or anything. So in the meantime, he will... He'll rummage and see if there's any good weapons or anything helpful here at all. Okay.
0: Tala, roll me an athletics check, please.
1: Oh, I did
2: not roll well. An 11.
0: Tala, you feel a thud come through from the other side of this door. Thankfully, you have the table and the chairs giving you weight against it, and you're able to Mm. push the door closed a little bit. Are you facing away from the door, or are you facing towards it?
2: Probably facing towards it, and just keeps turning to check where Skylar and Hendrix are getting... Like, she's getting ready to leave as soon as they're, like, clearing out.
0: As As the thud comes from the other side of the door, you see for a moment a creature that appears to be wearing a helmet similar to that which you have picked up. Ooh. Uh, Skylight and Hendrix, you guys run forwards in looking through these boxes and these weapon racks and these barrels and bags. Uh, To your right is another long corridor. Again, it's got these purple flame torch sconces with a few crates here and there. At the far end, you can see a table um, with some boxes pulled up, presumably to be used as chairs with some more weapon racks on it. There are a few dishevelled looking shields. That's sort of all that you can see from where you are.
2: So Tyler will kind of turn to you guys and be like, guys, are we ready to run and keep going? Yes. Yes, I think so. If if Skylar and Hendrix run kind of up the hallway, the next corridor, mm-hmm. Tala will wait till after the next thud and dash away.
0: Tala, there's another thud roll me an athletics check.
2: That's better, that's a 23.
0: You're able to keep the table pushed up right against the door. What if this creature is, it's really struggling against you and the mass of the table. Mm. You seize your opportunity and Scarpa. letting your legs guide you more than your eyes and your head, using your blind sense to not even have to think where you're going. And You find yourself in the same corridor as Hendrix. Do you close the doors behind you as you exit the room?
2: Yep, yeah, absolutely.
0: They close with a slam. At the same time that you hear those doors slam, you hear the sound of splintering wood and table being sent across a room.
2: Yeah, just going to keep running up, up the corridor following where Skylar went.
0: Heavy footprints are behind you. <laughs>
3: Okay. So you guys get
0: into this room with the big circular table in. Again, there are these purple flame sconces. Tyler, you see some shields. There are some spears. There are some swords. And there are some battle axes in here. Skyler, you spy on the table. There is a dagger. There is also what looks to be a small coin purse.
1: Well, I'll grab a sword and a shield.
0: So, Hendricks, you pick up a short sword. As your hand goes to it, you feel very comfortable... Holding it, something that's... You've never wielded a sword like this before. You've only really used rapier version of Tormain. But this makes sense. It's still a thrusting weapon. You pick up a shield and, again, that feels comfortable. You feel like almost like a a balm of protection.
2: Do any of the weapons in here have the same silver as the spoon or the helmet?
0: Roll me an investigation check.
2: That's a 10.
0: You don't see anything in here that seems to be made of this strange sort of dull metal.
2: Okay. What is a battle axe stat wise? Uh
0: one D eight, one D ten, versatile, strength based weapon.
2: Yeah, I will take a battle axe and a shield.
0: Okay. Tali you grab a battle axe. It feels very comfortable in your hand. It has a good heft to it. Mm. Um, clearly designed for subduing prisoners should you need to. The shields you pick up as well. They've got a little spike on the front, but not as enough. Not enough for you to use it as a as a weapon itself.
2: No, not like Mataj.
0: <laughs> um Skylar You also notice that there is a big chest.
3: Okay, I would like to look in the big chest because I'm desperately searching for a bow and arrow.
0: You try the chest, it is locked. It's got a big, rusted-looking lock on the front of it.
3: I will try and unlock it.
0: Okay, roll me one of your thieves' tools checks. You'll be doing it at disadvantage. You guys hear a door slam.
3: Okay, so I rolled a 13.
0: Skylar, you try to use your hairpin to open this old, rusted lock. And I'm you happy. feel it bend and flex and start to groan under just the the sheer force needed to move some of these old mechanisms that some haven't been moved in decades, centuries, possibly.
2: No. You said it was old wood, right? Can I just smack the chest on the top?
0: You can try to, yeah. Roll me, uh, roll me an attack with your axe.
2: Tala, will check with Skylar and be like, do you want me to just try and hit it? Mm-hmm, go for it. That is a dirty 20 to a hit.
0: dirty 20 to hit, yeah, roll damage.
2: That is... So Seven plus four, so eleven.
0: Eleven, yeah. Tala, you raise the battle axe above your head and you bring it down against this wood that is in the way. Um, Can the three of you assign yourselves a number between one and three? One to each of you?
2: Uh, Two. One,
1: I'm next to the chest, I guess. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) That makes me three. Tala,
0: you bring your axe down on this chest and inside you see a golden glint of something... That you recognise to be your trident, <gasps> yeah. and inside this chest as well, you find the rest of your equipment. I rolled a one on my on my d3.
2: Wow! Oh, amazing! Uh, is it all of my stuff? Is there all
0: of your stuff? Is there? <gasps>
2: yes. Cool, 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 cool. Tom I keep the battle axe on her anyway, just in case. It's kind of it's kind of fun to wield. It's kind of badass. Yeah. yeah. Tala will say, there w- There was another one of these chests in the other corridor, so if we get round there, some of your guys' stuff might be in there. Also, there is a big chain thing.
0: Tala, you notice that the gemstones are missing from your trident. Oh, <gasps> no!
2: They're not in the chest. They haven't, like, broken out or anything. Nope. Funny, because I got the gemstones from defeating an Axel creature, and now they're gone.
0: Um, Skylar, when Tala mentions that she saw a crank-like thing, you turn, you can see that there are two cranks in this end bit of the room that you're near.
3: Oh yeah. Okay, I'll run over to one. I'll go
1: to the other one!
3: Yay!
2: Let's do
3: it!
0: Skyler, you run over to one of those cranks and Hendricks, you move to go and follow him. Down the end of the corridor, Hendrix. you see it for the first time. You see a large creature, the width of which takes up the corridor. Oh no! With great mechanical feet. An arm with what appears to be like vines coming from it, a fist that crackles with an eldritch unease. What? A single white eye in the center of its face, casting a beam of light down the corridor that you just slip out of the way of as you run to the crank. And you guys hear the heavy footsteps of the jailer oh as the it charges jailer. down no. the corridor
1: okay i'm thinking tala yeah if you crank with skylar because so far we know that these things respond quite poorly to magic, magic. so if i go blast it and mm-hmm. you crank
2: yeah yeah yeah. tala's happy to crank yeah man
0: tala and skylar please roll me an athletics check
1: oh i rolled bad
2: that's a three i should rage <laughs> mm, i got an 11. i rolled a three but it's a 10. it
0: was a 10. Skylar and Tala, you begin to turn these cranks, but they're much heavier than they look. Skylar, very quickly, your arms start to get tired. You look over at Tala, and whether she's cranking it wrong or not doing it, she seems to be struggling even more than you are, which seems completely unlikely. Oh, boy. As Hendrix, you run back into the room with the table just to see... just to see a glimpse of the light from the Jailer now coming around the corner.
1: Okay. I would like to Eldritch Blast him, please.
0: Roll your hits at disadvantage.
1: Oh, no.
0: That's uh, 22. 22 hits. And what about the second one? 11. Your first strike hits this creature. Can you roll damage for me, please?
1: That's uh, 14.
0: 14. You shoot a blast out and it strikes the creature, strikes... It seems to be like a sentient set of body armour, but body armour built for people twice the size of regular people. You see this huge fist that appears to be connected to some sort of container on the back. As you strike it with your Eldritch Blast, you watch as the Eldritch energy crackles over its body and coalesces in the fist.
2: Have you just fueled this fucking thing? Possibly. Um, oh my god. No, oh my god
0: the light settles on you hendrix
1: um i'm gonna leave andrew here to you
0: are going to summon andrew okay because
1: i feel like it would be great for this robot to have what looks like a target to focus on for a while yeah, (laughs) because it might not know that Andrew isn't one of us. Mm -hmm. That's fair, yeah.
0: So you summon Andrew.
1: Summon Andrew and Andrew, I'm going to have Andrew slap him because you know what, just because force energy fueled it doesn't mean cold energy will.
0: Wrong way to hit with Andrew please.
1: That's 21.
0: That hits, roll damage.
1: Oh, well either way it's only two. (laughs) Lightning please.
0: Andrew appears out of the floor writhing. First glance he seems fine. And then you notice that Andrew seems to be made of these like weird connections, oh. and there are gears. Oh, Andrew! And no, like no.
3: <gasps> no, Andrew! Don't and betray us.
0: Making him up, there are these weird sticks as well. Oh no. no! He's still black, and there's like this black oil covering him. Andrew whirls around where he is, smacking the jailer across the thigh. You see, as the lightning, this this. This force of nature crackles across the body of the creature, mm. and the light in its eye goes from white to red.
2: Uh, do we get another attempt at the at the
0: Yes, do. The Try again. You cannot tell what this controls. The chains lead down through the floor.
3: I got a 21. I got a 13.
0: Tala, you bolster yourself. You strengthen with your legs, and you start to move it using not just your arm, but your entire body, cranking mm. it in a way that you've never cranked anything before, even anchors on ships on the odd occasion that you've been on them. Mm -hmm. You start to heft and heave, and it feels like it's starting to go. Whatever this is connected to is starting to be pulled up. Yeah. Skylar, um, you are trying to pull it, but actually you, because Tala is pulling hers up so well, yours becomes very light all of a sudden.
3: That's convenient. (laughs) You're able
0: to crank it up. However, the two of you, it feels very heavy, and you feel as though you need some... Other cranks to be cranked as well.
2: Oh, uh, we need the one in the other corridor. And as
0: such, when you strain and pull it up, Tala, you can hold it, but it it's straining against you. Is
2: there actually a set of stairs here? There
0: is a set of stairs right next to you, Talia. yes.
2: Do they go up or down? They go down. I I can hold this temporarily if we wanna if someone wants to go down the stairs, but I don't I feel like we need other other things to be turned. There might be something downstairs though, so I'll go check it out. So I scurry with the
3: uh, with Spindle. Come on, Spindle!
0: Skyler, you and Spindle scurry down the stairs. Meanwhile, Hendrix, the jailer, with one hand, rips Andrew out of the ground like an (gasps) errant weed.
1: What?! No! Oh, well, he reappears ten feet somewhere
0: else! (laughs) He does. He dissolves in hand and sort of churlishly reappears ten feet away.
1: Yeah! But
0: this jailer walks towards you, its fist crackling. No! dancing towards you, and then the second Andrew reappears. You see this creature take a stance, and then the gears and the plates in its legs change configuration ever so slightly, and this creature sprints towards you. It doesn't even sprint; it jumps horizontally at you with this connected fist oh, crackling oh. with arcane oh, energy. Oh, no, no, so your AC is currently 10 plus your dex plus 2 for your shield. Oh, boy. So your AC is 15. This creature lunges forward, the fist crackling with energy, and it looks as though it's going to absolutely destroy you. And then Andrew reaches out quick, lightning quick, Wraps around the ankle of this creature and pulls it out as you see this crackling fist pass straight in front of you. Whoa. And you see the light that this creature looks out from go from red to white again. Yes! Skylar, you scurry downstairs Mm -hmm. find yourself in a room with a lot of circular stairs. It's a circular staircase that seems to go down forever and go up forever. There are channels at regular intervals along these stairs and to your right is a set of stairs that goes up.
3: And with my dark vision, I can't make out.
0: You cannot see the bottom, you cannot see the top.
3: Oh, I don't like that.
0: Skylar, in this room, you hear a rumbling. Fuck it starts me. off as a low rumble, and then it starts oh, no. to pick up, and your nose smells. It smells like fire, and it smells oh, like no. tar, <gasps> it smells. A horrible, noxious smell that you you have never encountered, but we in in real life would recognise as some sort of diesel or petrol. Oh, Oh, God. And then in front of you, you feel an increase in pressure, and you feel an increase in heat.
3: I'm running back out.
0: As you run out, you hear something fly up through that tunnel. Oh, what was it? Had you stayed behind to look, you would have seen a great... Mechanical dragon soaring through this never ending staircase. And that's where we're going to end the session.
2: Oh no!
3: (laughs) I hate it here!
0: Will our heroes escape this strange prison? Who is this giant mechanical jailer? And what's going on in the real world while all this goes on in here? Find out next time on Dice and a Slice.
2: Oh, I was going to say, because I'm magical, Tala was wondering whether she punched it.
0: Are your unarmed strikes magical for the purpose of overcoming resistances? I
2: mean, not technically, but I have magic in me. There's magic in all of us, George. Yeah, where is <laughs> your joy? you just got to believe. <laughs>